Welcome to Giving Your Best Life with Stephanie Jones, a.k.a. The Giving Gal. Former police officer, private investigator, professional organizer, who pivoted to the corporate world and then through giving 522 gifts, became an author and inspirational speaker. Need a little positivity and inspiration in your life? Grab a mug of your favorite drink and cozy up in a comfy chair and join Stephanie as she chats about giving your best life. In each episode, she shares intentional ways to give to yourself and others, how gratitude can lead to a healthier, happier, more content life, and tips to accomplish your goals. Let's jump into giving your best life. Hey friends, it's Stephanie here with episode number 23 of Giving Your Best Life. So I want to start with just one housekeeping item so you know where I'm coming from is sometimes when these episodes release, they might release on a day where something big is going on, where you live, where I live, in the United States. Um, my timing might be off a little bit. So I just wanted to put that out to say, I'm always going to speak what's on my heart, but sometimes the timing of what on my heart, what is on my heart doesn't really align to what's going on. And so um, I never want you to feel like I'm being insensitive to something that's going on around us. It's just that maybe I already put something out there and know that I will usually address and get to a topic at hand. It might just be a couple of days late. Um, the other thing too is stay up on my social media or subscribe to my newsletter. A lot of times that might be just a little bit more timely or up to date if you want to know my thoughts and feelings about something. So as you're listening to this, um, you know, we've already dealt with or I don't even want to say dealt with. It's, you know, the the tragedy that happened at our Capitol. And I got up that next day and really just heavy heart. Um, I'm really emotional. Uh, I feel things very heavily. I kind of things weigh me down. I'm a processor, um, uh, an analyzer. I also am somebody who wants to have like all the information and see everything. And anyway, so this was just really difficult uh, time for all of us, for all of us as we deal with what our country is going through. And it doesn't get any better as soon as you hop on social media, which I've really tried to set a goal this year. I'm not 100% there of not uh, even logging on social media until at least 7.30. I get up really early, 4.30, 5 o'clock. So that's a couple of hours for me to um, read my Bible and do my prayer journal and gratitude journal and read a book before I start scrolling through social media. And since then, between now and then, you know, what I've seen on social media, and these are from people that I love. Um, what they've done doesn't change my love for them. I'm disappointed. I'm sad. Um, you know, just so vile, hateful, condescending posts. 
And uh, I just feel like it's a really dark time um, for our country, for our society. And I just feel like darkness has infiltrated it. And you might be thinking, Stephanie, what the heck does this have to do with giving gratitude and goals? Well, I think it has to do with a lot. If you think about the topic um, or the theme of my podcast, giving your best life, you know, I look at every time I put something out on social media or I respond to somebody, you know, asking yourself, am I giving my best here? You know, am I giving and putting my best foot forward? Is this the best (laughs) that kind of the best of me? And I I haven't seen the best of a lot of people lately. And uh, I'm not to judge, you know, I'm I'm not here to judge. It just makes me sad. Um, it, It weighs me down. And so the first thing, one of the first things I do each morning is I dig into devotionals. I love the YouVersion app. I will say that um, I've got away from just relying on the application because what I found, if you're like me and you have squirrel syndrome or you get distracted, you're on your phone. And so it's really easy to see notifications coming in, text messages coming in, uh, checking your email, it's easy to head down to social media. So what I um, have been doing for the last couple of years is just getting like a physical Bible out. And I bought one of the Bibles that have the journal spaces on each side, which is really helpful. And so I think that's a good place uh, if you're a person of faith to turn in these heavy times, uh, not turn to social media, which I tend to have a really bad habit of doing, but going to the word of God and looking at his insight, guidance, and really, honestly, just being a reminder for me of how I'm supposed to conduct myself as a follower of Christ. You know, I, I believe just from what I've seen and heard from friends, like, People leave Christianity because of other Christians, not because of, um, or maybe it's a lack of relationship that they've had with God or an understanding, but really what they see from other people. And so anyways, on this day, I had dug into Proverbs eleven twenty four, and I loved it because it was on generosity. And uh, maybe I'll go into that some other time, but another verse caught my attention and it was Proverbs 10, 31, and 32. And it says, The mouth of the godly person gives wise advice, but the tongue that deceives will be cut off. The lips of the godly speak helpful words, but the mouth of the wicked speaks perverse words. And I, one of my like areas of giving is really you can give a simple gift of your words, of an compliment, of encouragement being positive on social media. Like I think our words can be a great gift that we give to people. It's a gift that costs little time or little money, checking in on people, sending texts. And so reading this um, this verse, I started asking myself questions. And maybe this is a tool that you could use also. So as I read the verse, I, I immediately asked myself like, and what I putting am putting out there or what I'm saying, is it helpful? 
you know, simple question to ask yourself before posting or commenting. I was even thinking about this like in relationships. So I tend to be, especially with my spouse, one to just like spout off really quickly. And what would happen if I just paused and said, is what I'm about to say helpful (laughs) in this situation or to our marriage? Um, I thought that was really good advice. And then I actually flip back. So I tend to do this in my Bible studies is start like in the middle somewhere and and then I'll flip back to the beginning of the chapter. And what I found throughout the chapter was really this uh, theme of our words that are so, so applicable to what's going on today and that guidance that we could use. And you can use it even if you're not a Christian. I think it's for anybody. Uh, Verse 11 said, the words of the godly are a life-giving fountain. Can you just picture that a little bit? Like, don't you just love fountains? Um, They're soothing, they're calming, life-giving fountain. The words of the wicked conceal violent intentions. So we never know, you know, uh, what somebody's intentions are behind, behind their words. And I like this second question to ask yourself is, are my words life-giving? Life-giving. Wow, that's powerful. Verse 12 goes on to say, hatred stirs up quarrels, but love makes up for all offenses. And this one, I almost had to chuckle because I thought, think about what everybody does on social media. Like all we're doing is quarreling. And here in verse 12, it actually says, what does quarreling do? It stirs up hatred. And so I thought, okay, what's the opposite of that? It's loving one another. I I said at the beginning of the year, this is kind of my mission is to, to love God and to love other people. And so here's another question, you know, am I loving what I'm writing, what I'm saying, is it loving? Yes or no? Verse 19 goes on to say, too much talk leads to sin. Be sensible and keep your mouth shut. Uh, I had to laugh at this one also because I find myself sometimes, again, with my spouse, uh, and I've I've had this with friends, with other family members, is I spout off very quickly, you know, that too much talk leads to sin. We end up doing something we regret. And what would happen if I just kept my big mouth shut? Like I've said that a lot of times, like, Stephanie, just keep your big mouth shut. So a question we ask is, should I just keep my mouth shut? You know, what's the purpose? So kind of go back to those other questions is, is it helpful what I'm saying? Is it life-giving or should I just keep my mouth shut? Verse, um, and then it goes on to say, the words of the godly encourage many, but fools are destroyed by their lack of common sense. So are my words encouraging? I had a friend the other day post in, I think it was our gratitude group that I run, which if you want to join it, please uh, please let me know and we'll get you added into that group. It is a, a life-giving group, I think. And one of the ladies just shared of how her coworker, you know, just gave her some words of encouragement. And it really, for her, just validated that she was doing a good job. And so our words can validate um, others and where they're at and what they're doing. So are your words encouraging? As it continued on into chapter 11, there were several other verses that captured my attention. Uh, Verse number two, pride leads to disgrace. 
but with humility comes wisdom. Wow. Another question. Am I being humble in this situation or am I being prideful? And what comes out of pride? Disgrace. But what comes out of humility and to be humble? Wisdom. Verse 9 says, With their words, the godless destroy their friends, but knowledge will rescue the righteous. I don't know about you. I I don't talk uh, politics on social media. I did that several years ago, more than several years ago. It was probably five years ago. And uh, yeah, I was just embarrassed and I was not happy that I had done that. Uh, But I know so many people who have lost friends um, over politics and even take politics out of it. Friends that have just lost um, other friends due to words that were spoken, you know, and is it really worth, is it really worth hurting our friends, especially friends that we've had for a lifetime that we've known since we were a child or we grew up with them or we went to college with them or they're a good coworker, you know? So think about our words destroying friendships and relationships that we have. The next verse talked about upright citizens are good for the city and make it prosper, but the talk of the wicked tears it apart. You know me, I am big on my whole giving journey was about taking action. You know, there's a lot of times we can talk about things like, oh, we wish that our community had this, or we wish that this would happen in our community. But guess what? We sit on the sidelines. Um, I've got a perfect example of this in my book, The Giving Challenge. My brother-in-law has a, uh, a heart disease. It's, it's uh, cardiomyopathy and hydro... I screwed up that word. Sorry, I can't say it all. But anyways, um, it's, it's the disease, heart disease, that where a lot of times like it's not caught early. So if you hear the news of like a kid dying on the soccer field or the basketball field, a lot of times it is this disease. And uh, my brother-in-law, my sister kind of got fed up. They were sitting there going, you know, isn't this tragic that these, this keeps happening to kids? And there, there's an easy solution to it. And so instead of just sitting and talking about a problem and hoping somebody else would do something about it, they actually started a nonprofit called Giving Hearts a Hand. And they do, uh, I'm going to screw this up, it's like EKGs, um, or there's another heart test. They do one of those that uh, is heart screenings that are typically not done for physicals. When a child goes to play sports, you have to have a physical, but usually they're not checking your heart. So it's a simple test that can be done and they pay for those. They organize the testing in their community. Uh, They've started to give away uh, AEDs, automatic automated external defibrillators uh, to businesses and community uh, gathering places. So I love this this comment and this question within the Bible, you know, are our actions making our community better? Are we even taking action on the things that are concerning us? Are we just talking about it? And is what we're saying is our words tearing the community apart? It goes on to say in verse 12, it is foolish to belittle one's neighbor. A sensible person keeps quiet. Okay, are you seeing a theme here? Like if you don't have anything good to say to your neighbor is just be quiet. Don't say anything. And then again, some questions pop up at me is, are my words belittling my neighbor? 
Like, or am I loving my neighbor? That's what we're taught, right? We're taught to not only love our neighbors. So if you say, Stephanie, my neighbor is an enemy of mine. Well, we're supposed to love them also. Verse 17, your kindness will reward you, but your cruelty will destroy you. Question, am I being kind? Think about that. Like when we're cruel, I don't know about you, but when I do something that's not the best to someone or if I say something and it hurts somebody else's feelings, doesn't that kind of destroy us? And if we're doing that over and over and over again, like it's not going to be good for our health. It's not going to be good for... um us living the best life that we can live. So asking that question is, am I kind? I, as I wrap up with this, you know, I would love if you even just took one of these questions and incorporated it into your life, whether it's how you respond on social media, how you respond to a friend, a family member. Like I said, I really am working on this uh, in my marriage and with my husband because sometimes I can be short and quick. And so today I am just grateful. I'm grateful for the words and the guidance that God has provided me. Hopefully it's been helpful to you. And, um, you know, when I want to respond or post with emotion, you know, I'm really reminded of the effects that my words have, not only on others, but my own heart, my mind, our friends, our neighbors, in our community. So friends, as we navigate these challenging times in our country, I have always believed the way that we change the world is not through talking. It is each of us looking for ways to give to each and every, you know, like one person a day. That was my whole mission on my first giving journey was me, one person looking to make a difference in one other person's life. And that's in a positive way, not a negative way. We can make a difference in people's lives in a negative way. So I just challenge you today uh, with your words, they matter, go out to get to giving your best life. Thank you so much for listening. We know your time is valuable and we're grateful you shared it with us. For more information about Stephanie, her books, and speaking, head over to givinggal.com. And remember, there are many ways you can give back by subscribing to Giving Your Best Life, sharing this podcast, writing a review, and signing up for Stephanie's newsletter. We are grateful for you. Now go out and get to Giving Your Best Life.